Hello, this is uh, Bishop Christopher Mukwavi, Senior Pastor at Living Hope Church, Pentecost Assemblies of God, Zambia. I want to welcome you to this uh, podcast as uh, you listen to this message. Our goal here is to preach a holistic message that will bring total transformation to our lives. God bless you as you listen to the message. Much. Let's all stand to our feet and turn our Bibles to John chapter 5 and verse 1 to 15. Now last Sunday I was preaching on the theme um, breaking free from the strong man. Breaking free from the strong man and the strong man being Satan and all his demonic forces. And we learned that Satan was created perfect and beautiful and saving in the courts of heaven. But due to pride, he was uh, held out of heaven to the uh, atmosphere, heavenly atmosphere and also the lower earth. And he held us captive uh, because of uh, uh, his uh, prowess to turn us away from God. And since then, humanity has been held captive. But we thank God that Christ was manifested to come and set us free from the power of the enemy. And now we can walk on the path to freedom by humbling ourselves before God, confessing our sins to God, and then secondly, by submitting ourselves under the authority, the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And then thirdly, we learned that by standing firm in our faith to resist the devil and the devil will flee uh, from us. And this morning, I'll be preaching on closing the door. Somebody say closing the door. So now you've got to close that door. Where the enemy has gone out of your life, you've got to close the door to the control of sin in your life. John chapter 5, verse 1 to 15. The Bible reads, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem, by the ship gate, a pool which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In this lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, Rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately, the man was made well, took up his bed, and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. The Jews therefore said to him, who was cured, It is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your bed. He answered them, He who made me well said to me, Take up your bed and walk. Then they asked him, Who is this man? Or who is the man who said to you, take up your bed and walk? But the one 
who was healed did not know who it was. For Jesus had withdrawn a multitude being in that place. Afterward, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you have been made well. Sin no more. Lest a worse thing come upon you. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. This is the word of the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you indeed for the reading of scripture. And we submit ourselves to the authority and power of this scripture. That Lord, hearing this word, you may transform our lives. Grant unto me prophetic utterance to speak your word as I should. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you very much. You may take your seats. My focus of preaching is just on this verse, verse 14, where Jesus says, See, you have been made well, sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon you. On another day, I may preach on the rest of the material of this passage of Scripture. Pantuquali Pola senda busanchi busanchi wove elo kaviri ilo aile musanga mu tempele aisamwe batmona na upola wikave mbuka na kaviri pantu chika kuponela chimbi chikulu tawakachisende praise God I had to do that interpretation uh, also to benefit some of the people that are present here now closing the door to the control of sin in your life closing the door to the control of the devil in your life. So I'm speaking to all of us, those that have just graduated uh, from the membership class, those that have just been baptized, and all of us that have given our lives to the Lord uh, before, and we need to come to Christ for the renewal of our commitment to God. It's very important that uh, we pay uh, close attention to this message. God delivers us holistically from the control, uh, rather from the old life. He has come to deliver us holistically, completely. In one coming, he came and sorted out all the issues that the enemy had brought upon our lives. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, which I believe every sound believer must know it by heart now. Okay, let's try uh, by memory. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24. Let's say it. 1, 2, 3, 4. So that's the type of church we have today. Just uh, There is no scripture in many of our hearts. And that's the beginning point where we need to begin from. So 1 Peter chapter, uh, chapter 2, 24. Uh, who himself took our, our sins in his body on the tree. Uh, the, the righteous for the unrighteous by whose wounds 
we have been healed. Amen. So I just read, read that one uh, for us uh, once again. It's on the screen there. Who his own self bear our sins in his, what version is that? <laughs> in his own body on the tree. That we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. You were made whole. You were saved. So God encompasses everything else he needed to do concerning our condition in the death of Jesus Christ. So a spiritual birth produces renewed spiritual life. So when we are born into Christ, we have a renewed spiritual life. As the Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That's what God does in our lives. Actually, we are new people. We must walk as new people. We must realize that we are a new creation. We must, yes, close the door to the old creation we had embodied before. The new life should be sustained by an ongoing relationship with God. Our relationship needs to be ongoing. The passage of scripture that we have just read uh, in John chapter 5. We see Christ makes an allusion to sin and its effects. Sin brought with it sicknesses and infirmities. Sin brought with it death. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, which we should also have memorized. One, two, three, four, let's try. I've lost you. <laughs> For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ. Sin brings death. It brings separation from God. It brings death to our bodies. It brings diseases, sicknesses, and all infirmities, and all iniquities. It brings curses upon our lives. But we see that Christ bore all those things in his body on the tree. And by his wounds, we were made whole. We were healed then, we are healed now. We will be healed tomorrow. We see that Jews believed that conditions like disability was caused by sin. For example, in John chapter 9, verse 1 to 2, a man was born blind. As he was passing by, he saw a man blind from birth. Verse 2. His disciples questioned him. Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents that he was born blind? Now listen to Christ's answer. Christ in verse 3 uh, said, are we going to verse 3? Let me just read verse 3 and see what it says. Neither this man nor his parents sinned. Jesus answered. This came about so that God's works might be displayed in him. So, it is not every condition 
that is as a result of sin. The enemy has attacked it, attacked us in multiple ways. Yes, some conditions are as a result of sin. But we need to know which is which. And you and I being human, we will not bring judgment on anyone and say it is because of sin that you are in this condition that remains in the arena of God alone. But for us, let us preach the good news. For us, let us reach out to these people that they may be saved, healed, and forgiven. Christ brings this to bear that there are certain situations that happen in people's lives that are reserved to come and bring glory to God because of what he's going to do in their lives. You hear testimonies uh, happening here. You remember the testimony last Sunday when uh, our sister uh, Rebecca, uh, on the radio program that we host on Wednesday nights, pre praying for the lady in Mongo who got delivered instantly. But that lady could have gone to many churches. That lady could have been prayed for by many other pastors more anointed than me or anybody else. But just a sister. Somebody says, just a sister. Somebody say that. How many sisters do we have here? <laughs> so just a sister in the Lord prayed for her on the phone and through the transmission in the air of the anointing, she gets delivered the other side. So God reserves these situations to be handled at particular times so that it may bring him honor and glory. God chooses to manifest his works to us through miracles, signs, and wonders to confirm his word. Christ has now borne our sins, sicknesses, diseases, infirmities in his body. We do not need to despair. We do not need to despair. And the devil has been driven out of control over our lives. And we need to close the door so that it doesn't come back. Hallelujah. What am I saying here? Believers who rely on Christ and the power of the Spirit are enabled, somebody say enabled, to close the door to Satan. We are enabled to close the door to Satan. We need to close the door. And we will close the door to Satan's influence in our lives by deploying, somebody say deploying. deploying. Yes, deploying enduring spiritual principles that govern the new life of faith in God. The new life of faith in God is governed by principles that should be enduring, that should be sustained, that we should practice for all time. For all time. Kanshi, Christu Yesu, Tulubula, Kumuluani, Satana na klube mbua alete lepalifwe. Pantu ululuwe mbu. Lu alete mfwa. Lu alete amalwele. Amalele malwele yankanda buwanga. Yantanda buwanga. Amalele malwele yale kana le kana. Nefichiti kwa kumibilifi yale kana le kana. Kanshi mumfa ya kwefye imo. Aishire tulubula kulifi fionse. Elo no muluwa ni umuwa ya. Mwali mena nechani. Kanshi ifwe. 
Turingire tuwa isa lefibi. Uyu mulwani ekabuela. Haleluya. Nomba tuwa la isa la mwishi la nshi. Turingire ifwe. Tuwa ibimba mufie. Mwichetekelo. Nukchetekela muri kristu. Na maka ya kwa mpashi wa mshilo. Aya tupela. Isambu na maka. Aya kuisala ifibi. Ifia, ifia mulwani. Elo tukesa lefibi. Ngacha kwebati ifwe nomba. Tuwa ibimba mo. Mufia kumupashi. Ifia fitungulula. Umweo upia mwe kristu. Neficha kubadila po. Number one. Live a life of obedience to God. Na tuika do wika shivachu mfuila kulilesa. Simply that. These are not complicated principles to follow. Are they? No. Just live the life of obedience. You will close the door to the devil in your life. You will close the door to sin in your life. A new birth secures obedience to God from the heart. It is from the heart. It's not because you are fearing punishment. It's not because anyone is condemning you. It's not because of anything else. It is a conviction from your own heart. You have no captain to come and supervise you and watch what you are doing every day. It is from your heart. If Christ has touched your heart, your heart will be obedient to God. It will be obedient to God. That's why in John 5 verse 14, Christ speaks to this former invited man categorically. John 5 verse 14, he says, See, you are made well. Sin no more, lest something worse happen to you. When we do not close the door of disobedience in our lives, something worse will happen to our lives. That's what the Bible says. God requires us to walk in the newness of life. As Galatians 5 verse 25 tells us, Galatians 5 verse 25, please give me that verse quickly. If we live by the Spirit, we must also follow the Spirit. I'm used to the New King James Version, okay, because it, 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 it presents a vivid uh, demonstration of what I'm talking about. What, what version is that in any case? HCS what? S Please give me New King James Version. HCSB. Okay. Alright. Give me New King James. I, I want to read something in New King James right now. Okay. Galatians 5.25. Okay. Let me get it from here. Alright. Um, Bankant, therefore, New King James version. Okay, ever hope media head. <laughs> okay, uh, that's uh, I said Galatians what? Five verse twenty-five. Okay, so the Bible here says that if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us walk in the Spirit. Walk. By the Spirit. That's a demonstration of day-to-day -day living. We must walk in the Spirit. Our walk must be that of the Spirit. When the world looks at us, when the rest of our brethren look at us, our walk must be that of the Spirit. That is very important. The walk of obedience. And we are called, obedience brings joy. 
to God's heart. You picture in your own home. You left instructions for your children to follow. And you have gone the whole day. When I come back, I should find you have swept the house, you have cooked ichifu and all that and so forth. Then when you come back, they were busy on social media, they were busy doing this, and you find the house is not swept, ichifu na chilungula, and there are just flies in the whole house. How will you feel? How will you feel? So that's the same way God feels about our lives. When we live lives that are not obedient to him, it grieves his heart. But when our lives are obedient to him, it brings joy. I remember growing up, I've told you stories like this, whenever my father was pleased that I really you know, carried out what he was doing and his instructions and all that, and then you find that that day, you will eat from the table. Now, some of you children don't know what eating from the table means. To go and eat kutebo. When you ate from the table, you found there were nice chunks of meat there. <laughs> when you eat from the kitchen, oh, there's, there's trouble in this uh, you find fimbombo, fiankoko, fikasa, umukoshi, no mutwe. Are you listening to me? Okay? So, so that's the kind of life. So, but when, when you please the Father, you shall walk in the abundance of his provisions. Hallelujah! Praise God! So, live a life of obedience. It will bring goodness to your life. The life of obedience will close the door to Satan. In your life. And there are very simple things that we are to obey as children of God. Let's mention maybe three of them. Number one, go go chiru, do what? Read the Bible. Pray. Number three, brother uh, Nyampandu there. Worship God. Any other obedience, bring people to Christ. Make disciples of others. Others, Bring your tithes and offerings to the Lord. Just simple obedience. Did I hear the voice of the treasurer say amen? I recognized it somewhere. somewhere. Just, just simple obedience. Are these difficult to obey? Those principles will make you close the door to sin in your life and the control of the devil over, over your life. Number two. Live a life of prayer. He mentioned it. Live a life of prayer. Colossians 4 verse 2. Let's say it by memory. 1, 2, 3, 4. Devote yourself to prayer. Being watchful in it. Is that what it says? Give us Colossians 4 verse 2. Can you give us that scripture? If you may. I think that's what it says. Colossians comes after Philippians. I think so. Yes. Verse 2. Continue steadfastly in prayer. This is not New, new KJV. It's uh, English Standard Version. Continue steadfastly in prayer. So devoting yourself to prayer is continuing 
and steadfast in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Continue steadfastly in prayer. Ukukonka nyapo mapepo no mutimante ka. Kwa kunenuka. So we are where we are today as a church. Sin has entered into the church because there is no obedience and there is no steadfastness in prayer. In Jude verse 20, Jude verse 20, uh, Jude has only one chapter. Okay, are you giving us that? It says, therefore, brethren, Building yourself up in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. You need to build yourself up in prayer. As you build yourself up in prayer, you close the door to the devil in your life. You close the door to sin in your life. Jesus said, pray that you do not enter into temptation. Moments of difficulty are coming ahead of you. If you don't engage in prayer, you will not swat those moments. You will not pre be proactive. You will not prepare when situations hit you. But when you pray, you stand in the presence of God. Whatever comes your way, you will be able to stand. Why? You have a connection with God. In Matthew chapter 26 and verse 41, Jesus uh, speaking to the disciples at uh, the very difficult moment of his life before he is betrayed and crucified, he speaks to them in verse 41 and he says the following. He says to them, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Because even Jesus Christ's flesh was weak, just like yours and mine. He took our flesh. He felt pain. He felt the anguish of pain before pain could even come. But his prayer life sustained him through pain. What will sustain you through pain? What will sustain you through loss? When you lose your job tomorrow, what is going to sustain you? When hard moments come in your life, what is going to sustain you? You need to cultivate the life of prayer in your life. The life of prayer strengthens our relationship with God. The life of prayer strengthens our inner resolve. God is calling us to a life of full devotion to Christ. Turingire twa twa twaikala ubwikashi wama pepo ukukonkanya po ukwabulo kunenuka. Number 3 lastly. Live a life of the fullness of the spirit. Live the life of the fullness of the spirit. These are very simple instructions, simple truths, simple principles that will keep the devil away from your life, that will keep the attack, the control of sin uh, from your life. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 19, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 19, and don't get drunk with wine, which leads to reckless actions, but be filled with the Spirit, verse 
verse uh, 7, 18, 19 now, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music to the Lord in your heart. The fullness of the Spirit will deliver you from a reckless life. Ngatwa Yesu shiwa nampashwa mshilo. Ifwe tukababa kutaluka kubuwele wele. Ubuika shiwa ubuwele wele. Ubuwele wele fie. Ebule konka ubuika shiwa ubuena kristu abe ngishino nshiku. Pantu tabale Yesu shiwa nampashwa mshilo. Let us choose to open our lives to the Holy Spirit. An empty life will evidently be filled. It will be filled. If your life is going to be empty at any time, it will be filled. You know, if you vacate a house and you have not lived there for a week, two, three, four months and you go back, what are you going to find in that house? Batandabube, Bamalinso, Bakoswe, Utunyelele, are you listening to me? That's what happens when your life is not full with the spirit. It will invite other occupants. So that's why in Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 to 45, Jesus stated the following. I preached on this verse um, last Sunday and I will not be labor to talk more about it. But let's read it. Sufficient to read it. And I'll comment one or two things. Let's have that. Matthew 12, verse 43 to 45. When an unclean spirit comes out of a man, it roams through waterless places looking for rest, but it doesn't find any. Next verse. Then it says, I'll go back. Remember what, how we read? I'll go back to? No, we said to my house. <laughs> that I came from and when it arrives it finds the house vacant, swept, put in order. Alright. <laughs> so, the house is your life. This house is your life. Don't keep your life empty. Let your life be filled by the Spirit of God. In Romans 8 verse 9, please give us that verse. Romans 8 verse 9. So we are told that no one can say they are Christians if they do not have the Spirit of God in them. You, however, are not in the flesh but in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God lives in you. But if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to him. Therefore, we must continuously be filled with the Spirit. He is the seal of ownership by God. That God owns your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we are filled with the Spirit, subsequently, we shall walk by Him daily. We shall walk by Him daily. In Galatians 5, verse 16 to 17, I say then, walk by the Spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Verse 17, For the flesh desires what is against the spirit, and the spirit desires what is against the flesh. These are opposed to each other, so that you do not 
You don't do what you want. So there is an opposition. When other stuff fills your life, they will be opposing your fellowship. They will be opposing your prayer life. They will be opposing your Bible study. You have allowed them to fill your life. The two are enemies. Don't let these enemies come together. Be filled with the spirit of the living God. Praise God. Let me end this message by saying these three things. That we are truly God's children. Don't you, don't you look as one? Don't you look like one? We are indeed God's children set free from sin. Therefore, sin shall not master our lives. It shall not master our lives. I'm not standing here like yelling at these unholy people. No, I'm standing here knowing that we are all weak before God. We all sin before God. But honestly, you cannot be sinning the same sin. Today is the same. Tomorrow is the same. Next week is the same sin. There is a deliverance also from that sin. That's what the Bible is telling us. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 6. 1 John chapter 3 verse 6. Everyone who remains in him does not sin. Everyone who sins has not seen him or known him. Evidently, it should say, does not continue to sin. Does not continue. Let me read the version that states like that. So 1 John chapter 3 and verse 6. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 6, uh, the Bible says, here we are. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or known him. So, if you are asking a question, is this one a Christian? I'll ask, do they keep on sinning? Or do you get the answer now? So, is this one born again? The answer, do they keep on sinning? So this is the challenge that is coming to us uh, this morning. So let us embrace the power of the Holy Spirit who convicts us of sin. A believer filled with the Holy Spirit will be kept away from sin. He will be convicted from sin. You will not have appetite. Even when you sin, it will haunt you until you come back to God. John 16, verse 8 to 11. The Bible uh, speaks of the coming of the Spirit as Jesus is promising the disciples that I'm going away, but I'm going to send you another one of my type. So from verse 8, he says, And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will never, 
you, you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. Now, this ruler has already been judged. Why are we allowing him back? Let him go so that we remain free. Can she fwe? Chari langa kale. Ukutila tuliba naba kualesa. Abalu vulwa kulube mbu. Can she fwe? Tuende mumupashi. Gachako watu mpashu wa mshilo alimuliba ifwe. Akalatu shini na chilabushiku. Tetitu tuwari lile ukuikala mulube mbu. Mulube mbu lumolui neshuwa. Chilabushiku niwe valele. Vale batu ilala ala muba. Chilabushiku. Awe kutiwa umfatefyo. Kutiwa aleka. Let us embrace the power of the spirit. Na tusengele amaka ya kwa mpashu wa mshilo. Muli vaifwe. Pakuti chilabushiku ale tutungulula no kutubwesha kuri kristu. Stand to your feet. Let us pray together. Hallelujah. My prize, this message really encouraged you. It is my hope that you look forward to listening to the next message. God bless you.